Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. All right, everybody, we welcome you back to Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. I'm Justin Kidder hanging out with you here on this. Well, I guess it's Wednesday as the Wednesday morning at the time of the recording of this podcast. And I woke up to a lot of snow on the ground and a little bit of cold temperatures, which, of course, with those cold temperatures, it kind of gives that fall feel to a sport that should be playing in the fall. But due to COVID, obviously, the fall season, the fall sports wrapping up here uh, as we're going to talk a little soccer today. I'm excited to bring on our next guest. He is in his sixth season as the head coach of the Milwaukee uh, women's soccer program. He is a five-time Horizon League coach of the year. And while his Panthers just won their third straight tournament championship and their win over Northern Kentucky, which was an exciting finish in penalty kicks. And uh, I'm excited to bring on Troy Fabiano, Milwaukee head women's soccer coach. Coach, welcome in, sir. How are you? Good. Yourself? Good morning. Yes, absolutely. I'm doing good. I'm glad to have you on this morning. And, you know, it's interesting. You know, you, your program's in, uh, you know, won the Horizon League Women's Soccer Championship. The Milwaukee men won the, the Horizon League Men's Soccer Championship. It's the first time since 2015 that both that the, both championships have come from the same program. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's awesome for the school, awesome for, obviously, the community, the soccer community in the Milwaukee area. Uh, but we're obviously excited to be in it. And speaking with the men's staff, they're excited to be in also. So, you know, and, and it's interesting, you know, we just wrapped up the volleyball championships a few weeks ago that, you know, the NCAA tournament, uh, Wright State came away there. Just talking with Coach Allie Matters, uh, you know, winning the Horizon League Volleyball Championship, a fall sport in the spring right now, just talking about all the differences that have come, uh, you know, with getting this season, you know, to even happen and to complete it. So the same thing with you. I mean, just if you could just describe the sacrifices that you and basically all the Horizon League teams, regardless of the sport, though, had to basically make to get this season to even happen. Because I'm not going to lie to you, uh, when they said they were moving the fall sports to the spring, I'm like, I'm not confident that that's going to happen. And I can't tell you, there's more, not a bigger time I've been happier about being wrong than that. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, right? No, I, I think the, the, the craziest thing, to be honest with you, is, is your calendar, your mindset. You know, like mm-hmm. you said, it's, it's we're, we're talking, we're in the spring now, not in the fall. And you know, you, you dealt with numerous challenges, just like, like you said, everybody in the Horizon League and the country did with, you know, quarantine, testing, uh, that roller coaster ride of are we going to play, not going to play. For example, our first game against Northern Kentucky was canceled because there was a snowstorm mm-hmm. uh, and we weren't able to travel out. So, you know, one of the things, you know, we really talked about as a team is it's, it's going to be prepared for the unknown, right? And, and only worry about the things that you can control because it is going to be a roller coaster ride. But in the same sense, you know, you look at a lot of the programs, I think it was like 400 and something days before they actually played a competitive game. So, I mean, you know, be excited, get the opportunity to play against somebody. And, you know, we're going to have to be able to control our emotions uh, basically day to day because we just don't know if, you know, you're going to have a roster of 25 out there or you're going to have a roster of zero because we have to quarantine, shut down, and. So we tried to prepare them as best as we can. That being said, 
it's difficult until it actually happens, correct? Uh, and, you know, we just continue to talk to them about let's focus in on the things we can really can control and let's not focus on the things we can't control because we'll spend too much energy doing that way. But I just think, you know, from our standpoint, and, and I would imagine all the other coaches, you know, in the country and the Horizon League, just very thankful for our administrators, uh, especially sports medicine, and for us, Aaron, on how hard he's had to work all the testings and all the different protocols. And I, I give a credit to, to, to all the teams that, you know, a lot of kids had to make sacrifices. A lot of players had to make sacrifices of not being a, if you want to say a typical college kid, right, mm-hmm. and, and experience those, have those college experiences where we've asked them to, you know, if you want to say put pause on some of those experiences and really watch their activities off the field. Uh, so a lot of credit goes to the teams that, you know, were able to sort of pull back their kid and say, hey, you know, if you, if you guys want to play, we have to make smart decisions and, and really can minimize our exposures to outside places and people. Coach, you know, it's funny, um, you know, whether it's sports or just everyday life, structure is always the key to success in anything. I mean, especially you being a coach, uh, all coaches are control freaks and coaches love structure. And the one thing this past year taught us is to hell with structure because, uh, we had to, you know, a new structure was built. But I work in radio and we had to totally adapt to doing radio shows from home, recording commercials from home, selling radio ads from home. And it's funny because all that structure, I mean, our general manager here at our radio station, he's the biggest control freak I know. And I knew he was having a panic attack, not being able to catch up with us every day to know what we're up to, to walk past our, our offices to see what we're up to. And the one thing that I talked with him the other day is he goes, man, I just really learned that, you know, I, I don't have to be so hands on with you guys. You guys are adults. You guys know, you know, what's at stake. You know that you get paid based on the work you do. And he said he was really impressed over the past year with everything going on of how much we all just were able to carry our own weight and we know the job at hand. What was that experience like with you as a coach having to kind of sit back and, and the structures thrown out the window and you're not able to see your players for months at a time? What did you learn about your team in regards to the way that they prepared to keep themselves in shape and to keep them mentally prepared for the upcoming season? And not even in the difficult part of that, you didn't even know if there would be a season. What did you learn about your team during this stretch? Yeah, I think one of the things is, and, and it's funny because you talk about the structure piece of things and you know the control of being a coach and to be honest with you, one of the things we really, you know, tell our team is we really want them to be, you know, it's part of growing up and being part of an adult and being that process. We really don't micromanage our players. Mm-hmm. We do put a big value of our players experiencing college and having them make their own decisions. Uh, and I think, you know, obviously with the success we've had, I think they've bought into that. So really, you know, from our standpoint, it was more or less, you know, from a staff standpoint, like, we don't get to see them. Are they fit? Are they not fit? Are they doing their work? But, you know, I would say since we've been at Milwaukee, you know, we have a group that's been successful. And, and let's face it, it sort of trickles its way down from your upperclassmen to incoming players. Uh, so I, I give our players 100% credit for that because we never knew, right? Are we going to have a fall cancel? Boom. Are we going to have a spring? Not sure. And, you know, where's the schedule? Don't know what's happening. And, again, we talk to them, like, let's just stay focused as much as we can. But, you know, 100% credit to them because, you know, the biggest thing we talked about is for us and our climate and being in Wisconsin is for the first three weeks, actually first full month, we trained on a basketball court. (laughs) And, you know, that was our biggest challenge is, you know, what is the adjustment going to be when you get into a full-size field? And, you know, thank you to Mac Holt and obviously the players, Matt, our strength and conditioning person, 
he was able to really focus in on the fitness aspect where we were able to focus in on playing basically 5v5 and just trying to get the players' touches, and hopefully they had that player when they went to, you know, our regulation field. Uh, but, I, you know, you know our, our mindset from our players is, is, has always been great. You know, they, they come in and, you know, we ask for them to work for two hours at training, and we really do tell them, like, hey, after training, go be a college person. Mm-hmm. Go experience things. Now, obviously, that has changed over the last, year uh, and that's what we talked about the sacrifices but uh, we are not a really a micromanaged staff of controlling our players daily routine because we want them to enjoy the college experience and yes it's changed uh, drastically right over the last 12 months uh, but we, we put a lot of weight into them experiencing college as a tr- student we have Troy Fabiano with us here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Today's interview is brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. Um, another adjustment that your team and your program had to make, Coach, was this is the first time, I believe in like five years or five seasons, that you guys didn't host the tournament championship. And you you know, you know, get in a pattern, you get in a rhythm, you guys get used to, to preparing for these championship matches in a certain way. That's different this year not, with not having it you know, at Milwaukee. How did that change how you prepared uh, physically and mentally uh, in regards to motivating them for this, for this match, or for that match, I should say? Yeah, we definitely spoke about that as a program. Uh, we made them aware of, obviously, going in after the semifinal victory in Northern Kentucky won. You know, physically, we stayed to the same routine as we were traveling throughout the year, meaning the amount of practice dates and the days off. And then, obviously, the mindset is, to be honest with you, is it seemed like we were a little bit better on the road this year than we were at home because we really never had the opportunity uh, to train that much on our field. And I think, you know, the mindset of getting away and being on the road really gave them a feeling of this is a competitive game. This is a regulation game or a conference game or a tournament game. You know, and, and for us, we're a pretty, if you want to say, upperclassmen heavy team right now because of our first recruiting class coming in four years ago. So, you know, again, the mindset of, you know, you've hosted a tournament for five years in a row, and most of these girls, some of these girls, I should say, you know, hosted it for four. But, you know, we just said, here, here's another opportunity. Here's another experience. Here's another challenge for you to go on the road, and you can, can you come home with uh, a conference championships, and the ladies were able to pull it off. The title game, game scoreless, two over after two overtime periods. You know, is the it's a championship match. The pressure is just mounting, um, and again, you just always continue to learn something about your team because you don't know until you're in those circumstances. And it's one thing to play in overtime games throughout the season, double overtime games throughout the season, but when a championship's on the line, you can't simulate that pressure at any point through preseason or during the regular season. Uh, and your team came through uh, the the way that they did. You know, how do you prepare your team for, for penalty kicks, you know, especially with everything on the line, a championship on the line like that? Yeah, I mean, it's just like any coach. I'm sure you try to practice as much as you can, but until you put them really in that environment, it's, it's super hard to duplicate in training. So, you know, the one of the things we just talked about in training is, you know, let's step up to the spot, be serious as you can, realize, yes, we know it's not the same environment. But, you know, we try to make everything we do at practice competitive, Again, you can't duplicate the feeling inside your stomach, the nerves, as you, you, know, you walk from half field to PK. I do think, again, you know, our experience of being there, being in the finals, going through a shootout, help us out. And, you know, one of the things we talk about, it's, it's going to be a roller coaster ride, right? Especially in PKs. You, know, you don't know what's going to happen. There's going to be times where, for example, even against NKU, you know, their goalkeeper makes the first stop. 
you know, and, and we said that to the players. It's like, you know, it's going to be a roller coaster ride. There's going to be some highs. There's going to be some, some lows, but stay focused. And uh, for us, obviously, we're able to get the next one. And then, you know, Lamakia comes up with two big saves, which then clinches the, the PKs for us. But, you know, it's, I'm sure you've been around and you've heard it. It's, it's PKs is a tough way to uh, have somebody basically advance, right? Because at the end of the day, it still ends up as a tie. But obviously, you have to have somebody advance, and sometimes a lot of people say PKs are cruel to the game of soccer. <laughs> but it's definitely exciting. Uh, more exciting for the team. That, <laughs> it's more exciting for the team that wins, obviously. But you're right. It's like you you go through all that, you go through all the overtimes, and then it comes down to a penalty kick, and it's like, well, that's how it ends. But when you're on the winning side, of course, penalty uh, kicks are great. You mentioned Lamakia, tournament MVP, Elena Lamakia. I mean, just a fantastic tournament run. The tournament MVP. Uh, just talk about I mean, some of the big saves that she had, of course, but not just in that match, but throughout the tournament, the tournament MVP. Just recap kind of what you saw from her and how she helped lead this team. I think, you know, her, her strength is, is really, to be honest with you, obviously the physical ability and everything else, but it, it's her mindset. She is a pretty, pretty composed kid throughout the game, no matter no highs, no lows, and, and that's her personality off the field too. So as a goalkeeper, her mindset is probably her biggest strength but, I mean, you know, for us, you know, uh, sometimes she's just not involved in the game as maybe some of the other goalkeepers. And, and the mindset of her just being engaged is, is huge for us because, obviously, there's a situation against the Northern Kentucky game where, where we give the ball away right in our own box. And, you know, some goalkeepers are not ready for that. And before that forward can get a second touch, she's right on top of her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the biggest thing we really preached with Lamakia is, hey, you're not going to be maybe super, super busy in a lot of games but we really need you engaged because at some point we're going to need you to make a save. And, you know, one of the things we always say is, you know, some goalkeepers, you know, are able to keep teams, you know, in games where we really feel Lamakia is a goalkeeper that actually can win us games because she can make those big saves. Uh, but I, I feel like we have a special goalkeeper there. And, you know, for her, her mindset is probably her biggest, if you want to say asset. Yes, she has the physical tools, but, Again, it comes back to that where she's maybe not as busy as a lot of keepers or some keepers in, in a lot of our games, but she's always engaged. Milwaukee head women's soccer coach Troy Fabiano with us here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League, a conversation brought to you by Zervita. Uh, all right, Coach, so it was an exciting tournament run, one heck of a championship match. You guys come away, double overtime and penalty kicks. I mean, unbelievable finish. And uh, well, now it's back to the NCAA tournament, and we're recording this on a Wednesday morning. Uh, I say that for, who you know, depending on what time people actually listen to this podcast. But a week from today, NCAA tournament time. You have a week to prepare. You have Elon on April 28th. You're in North Carolina. What's the training schedule for your team like right now leading up to this match? Oh. There's still a lot of details that we haven't received, meaning travel dates and, and protocols and stuff like that, and they're sort of coming in. But we're going to stay to our normal routine. So meaning right now we had a light practice on Tuesday. We will train Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with a typical practice, give the ladies off uh, on Saturday. And then it seems like we're going to actually take off for North Carolina uh, on either Sunday or Monday. Uh, so when we get those final details, obviously we're going to try to get a session down in North Carolina and just get adjusted to, you know, the facility. Uh, obviously a little bit different temperatures than it is in the Midwest. Uh, just a little bit. Right now they're saying 80 degrees. And like you said, oh, wow. uh, this Wednesday in, in Wisconsin, we're talking about 35 with possible snow. Uh, so I think, you know, I, you know obviously they, they created the bubble. Being in North Carolina, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, what that atmosphere looks like. 
Uh, you know, the positive is obviously we're not going to, you know, a host site where somebody's getting a home game. You're basically playing at a neutral site, even though Elon is, is in, in the state of North Carolina. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be, you know, a different experience. But again, you know, it's, it's, you know, the group is focused. The group is excited to play. You know, obviously the field is minimized to 48 this year with COVID. But, you know, everybody that's in the tournament, you know, deserves to be in the tournament. So I think, you know, we're going to focus in on ourselves for the first, you know, four or five days, make sure we're sharp, and then really turn our focus in to our opponents. All right. Troy Fabiano, Milwaukee head women's soccer coach, the Panthers, in the NCAA tournament after beating Northern Kentucky in penalty kicks in the Horizon League Women's Soccer Championship match. Coach, thank you so much for your time. I'm so happy for you and your team uh, to, to fight through what was the most tough season, not just from an on-field standpoint, but just from everything else going outside. Uh, congratulations on a great season. You're not done yet, and we'll be pulling for you next Wednesday. Best of luck. Thank you very much.